Good morning. Sorry not to be with you in person there this morning, but that is the sign of the times that we are in at the moment. So we've started off on this adventure. Mary is leading us forward. And there's this sense of, of the unknown for Mary. She set forward. Of course, that is what adventure is all about. We like the idea of an adventure, something exciting, something new. And um, and they're the stories that draw us in. But the truth is, sometimes when we find ourselves in an adventure, our human nature takes a hold of us. We start to get a little bit nervous. We might even be afraid. And one of the words the angels use to Mary says, do not be afraid. Because Mary's about to step into the unknown. She's about to step in to this adventure. And the angel knows that that is a challenge for her, along with obviously meeting the angel themselves. So Mary stands there, there's uncertainty ahead of her. But she takes this message and she chooses to embrace it. She chooses to accept the uncertainty isn't what she thought it was going to be. She just planned to get married and settle down and all of a sudden she's going to carry this baby. She's going to carry the Son of God. It's, it's a massive step for her. But in her heart she responds and she responds to the angel who says, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. So she accepts the uncertainty, she embraces the adventure and she says, I'm willing to go to wherever you lead me in that way. Now, of course, uncertainty, we're getting the handle of that. We're in uncertain times. Even these last week, we've seen things that we didn't expect to come our way, as we have for the last year and we will continue to see. It's a challenge, but actually it's an adventure. In a way, it's that same adventure we are setting into uncertainty. We can't tell what it is. But we can choose how we respond to it. We don't necessarily choose it, but we can choose how we respond. So as we look out towards the uncertainty, we can ask the question, where am I going to go from here? And of course, that's the choice we have. We can either go forward into the uncertainty or we can retreat back to things that we think are certain. The truth is they're probably so far behind us that they're not certain at all and whether we could even get back there. But the big question is, should we even get back there? And this account helps us to see Mary willing to step on, to go out beyond from where she is, the situation she is. She doesn't say, no, I don't want to do this. She says, OK, let it be according to your word. There's that joke, isn't it, when somebody asks, oh, wait, how do I get to somewhere? And the person says, oh, I wouldn't start from here. But that's our human nature, our human fear. It says, actually, I just want to go back to where I was. And as we stand in the uncertainty, we stand in the adventure that is facing us individually as a world, but as a community, as a church, we have a choice. We can either choose to embrace that adventure, we can choose to take what God wants us to go, or we can desire to go back. We can let fear take over and we can say we want to go back to where we were. 
It's our choice and we're going to see that unfold today as to these choices in this story. How do they embrace that? So the story continues. Joseph is now in on the adventure. And again, the first thing the angel says is, do not be afraid. But he gets an even bigger message. He gets an understanding of what it is. This uncertainty he's being called into is bigger than him. It's bigger than them. It's something beyond their boundaries that the Lord is calling him to. It's uncertainty beyond his grasp. But again, like Mary, Joseph chooses to say yes. He chooses to take the step in the unknown, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of being criticised for what he does and what he chooses. But he steps forward in the confidence of following God. So what's he been called into? What's this bigger picture? We touched upon it there very briefly, and the children happen to see that. What's the purpose, this name of Jesus? What's that about? Does the name reflect the purpose? And we see it is a saviour. Jesus has come to save the people. But the question is, what's he come to save us from? Now, I don't know about you, but I often struggle that as Christians, we can talk about saviour in terms of being saved from God. But that's not what Jesus comes. Jesus comes to save us from our sins, not from God. But we tell a theology that says, oh, it's to save us from God, it's to satisfy God. God doesn't need anything from us. Sin is not God's problem. Sin is our problem. And Jesus comes to help us, not to help God. And so if our theology takes us down a line that that it sounds like we're saying that this atonement account, which is the word we use, this, this, this story of Jesus is about saving us from God, then there's something that doesn't make sense in that. Because this account tells us very clearly, Joseph is told you are to save their people from their sins. The sins which are their problem. The sins are the very things that stop them taking that journey forward. Stop them embracing what God calls them to. Stops them reaching the end of the adventure. They can't go into heaven with their sin. It ultimately keeps them away from the God who wants to know them, who wants to be and dwell amongst them. And Jesus comes to be that saviour for us, to save us from our sins so that we can be with God our Father. So let's carry on this adventure and see what happens next. Meaningless, meaningless, utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. You saying that about our story? I'm just reading a bit out of the Bible. Are there been any of Ecclesiastes? Is it meaningless? Well, it depends, doesn't it? Strikes me as this, this adventure turning into a bit of a birthday party at the moment. What do we need for a birthday party? What sort of things would we need? 
Well, it strikes me there's only one thing you have to have for a birthday party. What's that? Do you know what? It's somebody whose birthday it is. Because without that, it is indeed meaningless. But we so often can enter Christmas without the birthday boy. We might leave Jesus out of it, but if we do that, it is meaningless. Yes, Christmas time has been repurposed over millennia by people for different ways and different reasons. But the truth is, its real meaning is lost without the birthday boy, without Jesus. So we see the shepherds, they're coming to see something. What are they coming to see? They're coming to see Jesus. See, we come to Christmas, what are we expecting? What are we wanting to see? Again, these shepherds are coming and the angels say to them, fear not. This is uncertain to what you're going to be witness and be part of. But the story is utterly meaningless without the person whose birthday it is. Because as we found out, that person has come for a reason, that Jesus has come to live up to his namesake. So if we leave him out at this stage, then we lose all that he has to offer us. And that's our challenge. Great, it's coming together. We're on this adventure. We've got Jesus. We've got Jesus as Saviour. And now what's happening? Well, some really smart people have turned up on the scene. They've heard about this stuff and they've come to find out more. Yeah, these people are smart. They've been studying. They've been reading. They've been talking about this. They've been expecting it to come. And of course, we're all quite smart. You look at the history of, of people. We are very smart people. So we're good at taking all this stuff in. We can hear all this stuff. We can hear that Jesus is the Savior. We can know that he has come. But we can very easily just lodge it in our minds. We can park the adventure. We can park the invitation. And say, yeah, we know it all. Or we know what we need to know. And we'll take it at that. But that's not what happens here. It's not what these wise men do. They don't go, yeah, we know this is going to happen. Great. They go to find out. They go to see, they go to look and, and to make it physical. They go to choose to make it a reality. It doesn't just become something they know and something they've learnt and some piece of information. It becomes an experience. So they too join the adventure. They too set out on this adventure. And it isn't as they plan. They have to go back a different way. Because God leads them as he leads us all, if we choose it. So we are, as I said, we are in this place of adventure. We are in a place of uncertainty, individually, nationally, globally. But as a community, as a church, we are in an uncertain place. But that's not a surprise to God. God knows where we are. 
But most important, God knows where he wants us to be. So like the wise men, we can just take it on in our heads. But if we want to really be like them, we want to go more than that. We want to follow that. We want to step into that uncertainty. So we have a choice. Just as Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, they had a choice. They could have let fear win. They could have said, no, we're going to stay where we are. We're going to go back to where we were. Or we're going to go back to where we wanted to be. Because you probably weren't there. And hindsight's often like that. Where you imagine things used to be like is often what they're not. But their mindset was, we could have feared it. We could have gone. And we too have the same choice. We have a choice, as this story accounts, of looking forward and say, well, we are where we are. Where do we go now? Can we say to God, we are your servants. May it be as you say. Because if we can embrace that, then we can move into what God has for us. Yeah, it's an adventure. Yeah, it's uncertain. But if we haven't got the hang of uncertainty and recognised it in this last year, we're always going to struggle with that. So we somehow have to let faith rise up. We have to overcome our fear. And we have to seek the way that God calls us. Because Jesus came for a reason. And we're part of that story. We're part of that adventure. And as a community, we need to choose. We need to choose forward. We need to choose. We will be those servants that follow God. Or we choose to let fear have the upper hand. We choose to have human nature help us to retreat to what seems a safer place. It's our choice. And at this Christmas time, as we look into a new year that looks no less certain than the one that gone before, we need to choose. And just like Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the wise men, are we going to choose the adventure?